Welcome to Astro Tarot for Self-Love, where I provide week ahead guidance through cards and planets with a focus on self-love and self-empowerment. I am your host, Ruby, from Tarot with Ruby on YouTube, and it is my goal to make astrology and tarot accessible and understandable for people like you and me, so we can use it to live our best lives. Today is the sixth episode, and in this episode, I will go over the most notable transits and moon phases for the week, as well as guidance through the cards. I usually do a little chat about a spiritual topic for the second part of the episode, but I got so sick over the weekend and you can still hear it in my voice. I want to bother you as little as possible with my nasally voice. So let's start off and we're starting off the week with Venus, Mars and Saturn in Aquarius, where Venus and Mars are still conjunct. The Sun, Mercury, Jupiter and Neptune sorry, are all still in Pisces. And the Sun and Neptune in Pisces conjuncts, meaning that they are strengthening each other. Neptune defaults in the sign of Pisces, and it's such a sign of dreamers. So you might have lately been feeling like you've been thinking about your dream life, or just thinking about your dreams in general. Especially conjuncts the Sun, which I associate with authenticity and finding your soul path. And I think that as long as the Sun is still in Pisces, I think it's a great time to figure out how your dreams um, and the how the idea of that you have for your life, for your dream life, how that can be formed into your actual life, especially since later this week the sun is transiting into Aries and it is time to take action. So for March 18th, that is this Friday, um, we have the full moon in Virgo. Um, and the full moon encourages us to take a look at what we have accomplished, as well as what we need to let go of and what we need to focus on. Virgo is analytical and it is focused on the details. So this week we go from the dreamer state of the sun in Pisces um, and we now have the Virgo full moon encouraging you to place your focus on the details of these dreams as well as other details that need to be looked at. For instance, what governs the sixth house? I say that because Virgo governs the sixth house of service, health and routine. So how we can best help others. It is time to bring some structure to the Pisces chaos that we have a lot of planets in right now. So I'm going to grab my tarot deck. I have the magical dogs tarot here. I like that earthy sort of energy for the earthy full moon. So let's take a look. What is the energy for the Virgo full moon? that we're gonna be feeling. So I have the High Priestess in reverse as well as the Ace of Earth. So with the High Priestess in reverse, I get this idea of a disconnect from the spiritual. Um, and that could be because with Virgo, we tend to look so much at the details that we are so looking at the physical, we are so looking at the Earth element that it is sort of clouding our judgment and it's it's preventing us from getting what we need to get with the ace of earth which is the eight of pentacles uh, ace of pentacles sorry in reverse that is um, a missed opportunity at abundance or just a missed opportunity in general because um, not all of us are feeling super connected to our spiritual gifts or to our spirituality in general so that is just a warning for some of us that we haven't really been able to super feel super spiritual, to feel super connected to the divine, or maybe we have sort of lost that connection because sometimes life gets in the way. 
And especially with um, this Virgo full moon, like I said, it's a very earthy, analytical energy. Wow, I just got rudely interrupted by a scam artist. Anyway, uh, they called me on the phone. That's weird. Anyway, um, yeah, that's missed, sort of missed opportunity or missed chance at something that maybe you've been wanting or maybe it's something that you didn't really know you wanted because you haven't really been feeling uh, connected. That's what I wanted to say. Let's see if I can get some more cards for the energy of the Virgo full moon. Definitely, yes. I have the call. Yeah, it's the that is the judgment card. Um, and it's some sort of a self-realization. So it really calls for you to not just focus on the details of other things, like the physical things, the earthly things in your life, but also take um, an evaluation of your spiritual connection, take an evaluation of yourself as well and where are you where is your headspace at instead of constantly focusing on details that are sort of outside of you also try to sort of go and look within and what are you doing to I don't know work towards your dream life what are you doing to make your dreams your goals a reality instead of focusing on all the other outside material earthly things that are maybe preventing it look at how you can actually make it happen. So I also wanted to say that another thing that we see in the sixth house is taking a look at our health and how we can take better care of ourselves. So to do that, I want to grab some self-care prompts. So I have my sacred self-care oracle here and we're gonna, I'm gonna grab three self-care prompts and we're gonna do at least one of these this uh, week. So I have soak in a bath. Um, so take a nice bath if you have a bath if you don't have a bath maybe take a nice long shower hot shower I'm definitely gonna do that this week um, and I gotta be careful though because I, I got a new tattoo earlier this week then I also have massage I love that because I am getting a massage soon not this week but later this month uh, but yeah, just get some of the physical tension out of your body. Um, many of us might be feeling really stressed. Uh, again, with that Virgo full moon energy, I feel like the, the, that's, that's such explosive Virgo energy. And when I think of Virgo, yeah, I do think sometimes groundedness. But if you look at the other side of the coin, that is Virgo, of the sign that is Virgo, if they don't have that groundedness under control or if they don't feel in control and they can't feel grounded, then some Virgo can tend to get super stressed and um, I don't know if neurotic is the right word. English is not my first language, so I'm sorry if that is an offensive word to say, but that is the sort of energy that I'm getting uh, that some of us have been feeling. So let me see if I can get one more self-care prompt. It is meditate. Now, that is something that we can all do, right? So... Uh, I'm definitely going to do that later today, meditate. So I encourage you and invite you to do the same. Uh, and then the last thing that I wanted to mention about the full moon is that you can also make moon water by putting a bottle of water under the full moon to intentionally channel that full moon energy into the water. Don't forget to label your bottle with the date and the uh, sign that the moon is in. Uh, there are a ton of uses for full moon water. 
like watering your plants, using it in spells that align with the Virgo full moon energy. Uh, if you can paint, you can use it to dip your paintbrush in it to add intentions to your art. You can anoint your body as a way to energetically charge or cleanse yourself or even make a moon water spray out of it to energetically charge or cleanse your space. Okay, so the next transit then we're gonna see, uh, and it's sort of the most logical step after dreaming and taking a look at the details, it is the sun entering Aries on Sunday, March 20th. And guess what it's time to do right now? It is time to take action because the sign of Aries is ruled by the driven and passionate planet of Mars. And Mars encourages us to take action on the things that we are passionate about. Hopefully, we've been able to figure that out over the week uh, using the Pisces Sun and Virgo Full Moon energy. So to see how this fiery energy will mostly impact you take a look at where Aries falls in your birth chart. And I've talked about the astrological houses in the previous episode, if you want to take note of that. For me, it falls in my sixth house. So that house will be highlighted this Aries season. So focus on my health, focus on the best way that I can help others, as well as not losing sight on the details of what I'm passionate about. And for me in my life, this makes a lot, a lot more sense than I'm probably making it sounds like. Um, but as you can see, it all flows wonderfully into each other. And it's very clear for me what this week's focus is for me. So now I want to grab some cards to see what the energy is for the sun in Aries, this Aries season. Ooh, this is a card. That is the six of sky. Ooh, it's sort of a, like an unwillingness to change. It's that stubborn Aries energy. Because I feel like we see Taurus as being stubborn, and they definitely can be. But Aries, they are the ram. And that is actually the Dutch word of the Aries zodiac sign. It's like this stubbornness, this unwillingness to change, this trying to hold on to something that's not, not really working anymore. And what I like about the Six of Sky, it's the Six of Swords, when it's upright, it's decisive change. It's like you deciding, you knowing that you have a hand in this and you deciding that you are ready for a change, that things need to happen. So I think that when you look at this um, every season that is coming up, you are very much encouraged to look at what is it that you need to leave behind and what can you make decisions on leaving behind before, I don't know, it leaves you behind or before it starts to really um, sort of make a mess in your life almost. Like that Mars, Aries energy, um, before it starts to make a mess in your life and before it starts to create a conflict. That is what I'm uh, feeling here, that you really need to sort energetically declutter almost um, a people and situations in your life. So let's see what other cards I can get for you for the Aries season. I got one here. Uh, it's a sky puppy. <laughs> that is the page of... Um, it's a page of swords, sorry. And this is that really analytical and looking for information. So when you do that, um, that sort of decluttering, energetically decluttering, I think you really need to channel that air energy, which can be pretty tough in an Aries season, but you need to try and look at things logically. And uh, I love the card of the sky puppy because we see a really happy puppy just sort of um, bouncing around and being careless. And I don't think you need to be careless. I think you need to be careful to not be careless. Yeah, that's the thing now. Uh, however, I think you need to really look at the way that other people communicate. Maybe there is something there that can give you a sign that you need to sort of energetically declutter your life of them. And 
um, think logically and think um, more with your head and think more logically and analytical. So again, sort of making use of that Virgo uh, moon energy. Maybe if you have created that Virgo moon water, then throughout the airy season, you can use that to sort of start grounding yourself a little bit more again and look more at that analytical, uh, use that channel, that energy to really think about what you need to declutter in your life. So yeah, that is pretty air energy. I haven't really been feeling that all day, actually. And then I have the strength card in reverse and I have the sea guardian in reverse. That is the knight of cups. So what I see here is some sort of a challenge because the strength card in reverse gets me, gets me the idea that some of us uh, and I'm saying us because this reading is for me as well. Some of us are not feeling as confident about something. We feel maybe emotionally disconnected to something that we've been doing or something is going on that we feel emotionally disconnected from uh, with the Sea Guardian that is the Knight of Cups in reverse. Not having that emotional connection but and, and not really knowing where to go look for it as well. And I think that what we need to do, because I pulled the strength card first, we first need to um, have that strength card go from a verse to upright, where we do feel confident and we do see our inner strength, that we can stand up for ourselves. In this strength card, I see a huge dog and there is a little kitty playing with its tail. And it's like, is this dog really feeling so insecure and so down about their life that they can't just whip their tail and whip the kitty off? Or... Are they friends and is it okay or is that, you know, because sometimes even though we see bigger animals and smaller animals together or bigger people and smaller people together, it doesn't mean that the smaller person or animal cannot take advantage of the larger one. So that is sort of the energy that I'm picking up on here that once we have sort of turned that shadow aspect of the strength card into a light aspect with that confidence, with feeling that inner strength, then we can go look for what it is that we feel connected to emotionally as well. Because with the um, Aries energy, we're going to feel a lot of fiery, passionate energy where we really focus on our passion. But that doesn't mean that we should lose sight of our emotions too. And sometimes our passions and our emotions are very much aligned and are very close together, but it doesn't always have to be that for everybody. And the last thing that I want to briefly mention is that Ostara or Ostara or the spring equinox takes place this week. Usually around the 20th or the 21st of March, Ostara marks the day where we have an exact balance between dark and light. So the day and the night are equally as long. And as opposite to the autumnal equinox, with the spring equinox, the day will get longer than a night after this. And with Astera, pagans celebrate the fact that light is on the rise. Some ways to celebrate Astera are to work with nature. So plant seeds, make a flower crown, go on a nature walk, as well as feasting on fruits. And I will link some Astera videos in the show notes since I don't really, cons I, I don't consider myself to be a pagan. So I want to link some resources of people that do or that definitely are more connected and more knowledgeable about the um, the Sabbaths, but I wanted to mention it in any in case anybody is interested. So thank you so much for listening to the sixth. Are we at the sixth? Did I say sixth? Yeah, the sixth episode of the Astro Tarot for Self Love 
podcast. So if you ever want to respond to any of the episodes, request a topic or ask a question, you can visit anchor.fm slash astrotarot for self-love, or you can click the link in the show notes to leave a voice message. Thank you so much for being here. Please subscribe to or follow the podcast where you listen to podcasts, all of which you can find on anchor.fm slash astrotarot for self-love. I am so happy to have you here and I hope you tune in next week. Bye.